So this is the beginning of the book of Deuteronomy. This is uh, the, the beginning of the end, the very end, we might say. The Jewish people are at the plains of Moab. They're getting ready to uh, enter the land, and Moses uh, gives them uh, several uh, speeches, basically. Uh, and the beginning is an overview of uh, the history of how they got there, okay, of how they got there. Uh, but what it really is, it's not simply like a travelogue or just a historical document. It's communicating that God has overseen the journey and that he has been faithful, that he is the king of Israel, and that he keeps his promise even when the people are not so faithful. And a key passage in the first three verse chapters of Deuteronomy is actually in the first chapter. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, we read in verse 25 here, and this is where the spies go into the land, right, and they come back with fruit and so on. So it says, then they took some of the fruit of the land in their hand and brought it down to us, and they brought us back a report and said, it is a good land which the Lord is is about to give us. Yet you were not willing to go up, but rebelled against the command of the Lord your God. And you grumbled in your tents and said, because the Lord hates us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy it, to destroy us. Where can we go up? Our brethren have made our hearts melt, saying the people are bigger and taller than we. The cities are large and fortified to heaven. And besides, we saw the sons of the Anakim there. Then I said to you, do not be shocked, nor fear them. The Lord your God who goes before you will himself fight on your behalf, just as he did for you in Egypt before your eyes. And in the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you, just as a man carries his son in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place. But for all this you did not trust the Lord your God, who goes before you on your way to seek out a place for you to encamp in fire by night and cloud by day to show you the way of the Lord. Okay, so what we see here is, uh, is that uh, God had provided for them and that he was faithful and that he was leading them and guiding them, but the people really weren't being faithful. They didn't trust God in the journey. Uh, they believed in God, but they weren't trusting him uh, in the journey. And not only not trusting him, but they interpret what's happening to them as God hates us. I mean, it's the opposite, right? The, the God hates us, and he brought us out here to Egypt. Uh, and so this is how they manifested this unfaithfulness. Not only would they not keep walking on the way of the Lord, but they interpreted what was happening as God's hatred toward them. And certainly there's a lot of people in our world that would say that they're very disenchanted with God and maybe wouldn't articulate it, but might even go so far as to say they hate God because of what's happened in their lives. 
when they don't have eyes to see that God actually in the big picture uh, is indeed faithful. And what he asks of us is to really trust him, you know? And to trust God is what we might call a steadfastness, uh, to know that we can lean on him. You know, when the Bible says, trust in the Lord and don't lean on your own, un- un- on your own understanding in Proverbs, it really means like lean on him. And, you know, it's like that, that, uh, that uh, exercise that sometimes people do, uh, maybe in like some kind of uh, company training uh, or, or we like to do for fun, you know, where you say, okay, now lean back, right? And you got to trust that uh, I'm going to catch you, right? Now, it would be pretty mean to just say, whoa, there you go, right? That would be pretty mean, right? But when we really are faithful, believing what we've said, a person can lean back and they're safe. And that's what God asked the Israelites to do, that kind of faithfulness. Just like, lean into me. Just don't worry what the enemy looks like. Don't worry what they're doing. Just trust me. And if that had been the case, they would, they would not have been 40 years uh, in the wilderness. Because God wanted to bring them to the land. But because of their rebellion, that is the reason why uh, why it took so long. And that, by the way, is what we say when uh, people say, well, if you know, if Yeshua is the Messiah, where's the peace? In fact, uh, Larry and I had a conversation with somebody this week where that was the question. If Yeshua is the Messiah, where's the, where's the peace? Well, when we rebel against the God of Israel, we don't get the peace. The world is in its present condition. Because people are, are in rebellion, when here we're blaming God for it, he's begging us to come to him, to make it just right. But we're the ones who rebel, just like our ancestors did, see, uh, in the wilderness. The truth is, is uh, that God has our best interests in mind, just as Ariel so well said. God demonstrates his attribute of chesed, of loyal love, Right? So what do we see here when we, when we read this carefully? It's not a travelogue, and it's not just a historical document, but it shows that God is not a legalistic, austere king looking to bang us over the head if we make a mistake. Sometimes that's the view of God that we end up having, right? Uh, uh, he, we hate him. He brought us out here. How mean can he be? But that is the opposite, of what God is uh, uh, conveying. Rather, he is a king who has the best interests of his people in mind. And even though that first generation died in the wilderness, they died with the knowledge that their children would see the land. And that is a blessing, you know, that they would know, even if they uh, died in the wilderness, they knew that their children would indeed inherit the land. God's desire was that they would have gotten to the land right away. But it was the unfaithfulness of the people that kept them out. As Ariel shared, God wanted to do what was best for the people. Staying on the derech Adonai, on the way of the Lord. The way of the Lord is what's best. And in this passage, we see how this played out in a variety of stories in the wilderness, which are recounted by uh, Moses. What Ariel shared in her part of this uh, Moses is recounting about the two and a half tribes. 
uh, that wanted to stay on their side of the Jordan because they had a lot of cattle and it was better grazing. That's in the Golan Heights, by the way, today. Uh, that the, the uh, land was good for uh, a grazing, but that they were willing to go to the other side and fight with their people. See, it shows the flexibility of the love of God, just like Zelophehad's daughters. You might be saying, why did he? Ta- why did Ariel bring up Zelophehad's daughters? Well, because we talked, we talked about it for a long time, and it really resonated with our passage and with Ariel. So I said, put it in your speech. You know, talk about Zelophehad's daughters. Absolutely, because it shows that the flexibility of the love of God. Uh, he allowed them to live where they wanted to live, but they took the responsibility to fight for their brothers. So we must be faithful in our calling. So those two and a half tribes, they were part of Israel. They had a calling to conquer the land. And so we have a calling as well. Wherever we live or whatever we do, uh, uh, it demonstrates how we practice chesed in the lives of others. Those tribes had the best interest in the whole nation in their mind, not simply caring for themselves. So in whatever we do, uh, may we be faithful in our calling of a God. And you know, it's interesting in the Haftorah portion, of course, when God says repent, what does he tell them to do? Be faithful, love justice, care for the oppressed, take care of the widow, take care of the orphan. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and, and so we see, again, this concept of chesed. And also in the story of the Good Samaritan, the same thing. That's what we're called to do. We're called to love others as God has loved us. It means caring for the orphan and the widow. It means being like uh, Abraham Joshua Heschel, who recognized this responsibility. And may I also say it means being like our dear brother Kenny Levine, uh, who left us this week, caring for the vulnerable people in uh, our world. It means being like Messiah Yeshua, who took our sins upon himself and rose from the dead to be the Messianic King. Uh, And so, uh, may we be faithful, and uh, may we love as God loved us. And you know, it's an entirely different motivation than obedience out of fear. It's obedience out of love. I mean, that God loves us, and this is how we're called to live. Well, you know, today is an interesting date on the Jewish calendar, just in uh, finishing up here. It's the 9th of Av, right? You're saying, what are we doing having this joyous celebration on the 9th of Av. For those of you that may not know, the 9th of Av is a real solemn day uh, on the Jewish calendar. Tisha B'Av literally means the 9th of Av. And it's when we remember all terrible things that have happened uh, in the Jewish community. Well, uh, on the Jewish calendar, when it falls on a Shabbat, we observe it on the 10th day of Av. And so that's tomorrow, not today. Uh, and uh, but, but it is a great reminder for us, and hopefully many of you received a, a little uh, darash sent out yesterday afternoon on Tisha B'Av, that uh, what we do is we don't uh, wallow in self-pity. We don't wallow in the uh, tragedies, but we remember them and find hope in the covenant relationship that we have in God. And uh, in reading different lamenta- with the book of Lamentations, 
uh, and different keynote, which are sort of like dirges, you know, like, like sad uh, uh, poems and songs. In, embedded in them is God's faithfulness uh, uh, to us and, of course, a call to, uh, to repent. Uh, and so in the same way, that is how God brought our people to the, uh, to the plains of Moab, to the wilderness wanderings. God is indeed faithful, and that's what we remember here. God is faithful, and we're called to uh, live faithfully toward him.